Welcome to another episode of Little G Big World. This week we're doing another series piece from Where the Forest Grows. I'll be talking this week to a good friend of mine named Cell. <clears throat> so I interviewed my friend named Isella, but we call her Cell for short. She's an adventurous girl who recently sold off many of her belongings, bought an RV, and her and her husband are hopping around Oregon. Not dependent on a single location, but exploring this forest that contrasts with our hometown, San Diego, California. She's formed ways to live the way she wants and brings her passion on the road with her. I can't wait for you to meet her. Sells a fitness coach and adventurer, a dog mama, a future nurse, an RV decorator, a soccer addict, a nonstop dancer, and an avid smiler. When I asked her when she's not outside exploring, what can we find her doing? She said, When I'm not off spending my weekends finding new Oregon waterfalls or snowshoeing with the pups, I'm working on my business that I have as a fitness coach. My goal is to help make women feel as confident as possible in who they are. No matter what shape, size, story, or what the scale says, I want women to love being them. I want them to feel like financially, fitness level, or whoever they are, they belong in the fitness world. You know, I think that's why I love the outdoors, she says. I love that all types of ethnicities, genders, even your different levels of adventurers, you can enjoy. You're allowed in to come and soak up the same waterfall, the same sunset, the same starry sky night. This is the kind of fitness business I want to build. I recently paused for a few months on seeking new clients. I wanted to reorient my business. I want to be a business that doesn't just post ab photos constantly, but I want my clients to love their bodies. She said she wants them to have self-love and learn to encourage others with that same love. She wants to lower the level of women comparison that we naturally see in social media and oftentimes while we work out in the gym or when we run on the trails. She wants to build a company that doesn't add to that but stops the cycle. She also lives out of an RV as of now. You can find her making ways to decorate and make the place feel more fun and more like home. They love it because they get to pick up and move to wherever they feel when they want to go and explore next. They're currently stationed in Bend, Oregon. To be honest, she says, this may sound romantically wanderlust-like, but there was nowhere in the plan we were headed to Oregon. We came to Bend to actually buy a home. The traditional steps most almost married couples begin to take, you know. When we arrived, inventory was low and there was nothing that fit for us. We were unsure about this life at first, but the more and more they live this way, they say it feels just right. Being in nursing school, she can move wherever she wants. She isn't tied down to one location or even a mortgage. She <laughs> She's met so many people their age that are living this way in a way that beats against the normal path most would take. She also has these pups that she says are her best friends. Her pups love to be active and they get her outside. Their favorite activity is mountain biking with her. Her newest adventure has been joining a climbing gym. It's about five minutes from where her RV stays. She says she used to climb back in San Diego, but she's beginning to pick it up here in Oregon. The climbing community is an incredible one. It's a place where everyone's welcome. Each single person she meets is never too cool to take time with an amateur like her. There's no hierarchy of who can climb the most advanced routes. She has people who stand beneath her and will take time to help her find routes and cheer her on each step of the climb. It's a place where she we are all brought together, and really climbing makes me feel part of something, she says. As an ex-soccer player, it just feels good to be part of a team. Whether it's climbing, soccer, coaching, hiking, camping, with people beside you at a campsite, I crave the sense of belonging, Sal says. A sense that we're all in this together. 
I asked Elle what her favorite adventure story was. She said, well, her husband and her, Tyler, packed up their truck with two of their friends and decided it was time for a weekend of camping. Her plan was not to backpack this time, but instead to drive out to their destination and climb and camp out of the truck. The truck was loaded full of supplies with no regards for weight or size, as most backpacking trips have to keep in mind. They were on their way to a lake in Tahoe, but as all good stories go, something went wrong. There was more snow than they thought, and the truck got snuck in snow before they could make it their way out. After four hours of trying to free the truck that teetered on the edge of a cliff, they decided instead the trip would, be, would not be ruined, and they could hike the rest of the way in and camp there. Their packs were loaded full of food and supplies and were way too heavy for backpacking, but they headed towards what they thought but they headed towards where they thought they should be heading. They hiked seven miles and found no sign of the lake they'd heard about, so they just kept walking with no plan. She remembers they would say, okay, when we hit the tree ahead, if we haven't found it, we'll turn back. When we finally did this for the fifth time, she says, we arrived and what we saw took our breath away. It was nowhere near the lake we were trying to find. The dense forest and high-packed snow opened up to a blue lake with beautiful mountains whose peaks were packed with snow. There were no signs of people as far as the eye could see. Even today, I wonder how did we just stumble across this lake, she says. Fun fact, they came back here years later and this is where they actually got engaged. My favorite adventure stories end up being the ones that got you nowhere near as planned. It's in the stories we couldn't plan, the scenes we didn't predict, the days we ended up far off course. This is where we find the most beauty. Why is getting outside important to you, I ask her. Nature is the place where she can get away from reality now and then. She says she has an incredible life, but we're all guilty of getting caught up in work, goals, and so many other pieces of life that scream to make busyness overpower all. Getting outside makes her slow down. It allows her to realize how gorgeous this world is and that she's in control of making life as fast-paced or as slow as she'd like it. Simplicity is forced when you're living out of an RV. You don't realize how much we forget simplicity until you're taking a chance to make sure you have it. We often forget simplicity, and its call to us gets clouded by the sounds of our children, the list of our due dates, or the pressures of school as we reach toward our goals. The more her life becomes simple in this RV life, the more she sees getting outside reminds me to be, well, me, she says. My attitude and my whole body changes as we hop in the truck, head down the road out of the city. I feel a sigh of relief come over me as my body slows, and I finally remember to smell those powerfully scented pine trees that were always there waiting for me. What's your favorite thing that being outside hiking, camping, exploring, or traveling brings out in you? I feel like exploring brings out my true self. Finally drops all the masks that are so easy to wear. And I become who I really am, she says. It's easy to get caught up in social media and what everyone else is doing, what's going on in this world that can feel out of control. But when it's all taken away, that's when I feel it. I feel I can be fully present and enjoy Tyler, the pups and the starry sky above me with no distraction. I can fully express me and see clearly where I'm headed. I can 100% be present and notice all the details of those beautiful moments that can easily keep slipping away if I don't take note of them. I asked Sel, where's your one place you recommend everyone must go? She says the first would be the lake that they had from this previous story where they got lost and stuck in the Tahoe snow. It's called Bowman Lake. It's a remote spot in the middle of Tahoe, California, and it will always impress. Go check it out. She also says they went searching for Proxy Falls in Oregon. She's not a huge crier, but when they finally found these falls, she cried out of shock of their beauty, majesty, and how powerful the water was. I asked if there was anything else she wanted to share. She says it's okay to cry at the base of a waterfall. 
Being outside pushes you there, wants you there, and feels so powerful when you let yourself be there. When the sunset amazes you or the way the wind blows your hair makes you giggle, do it. Be fully present. It seems people think you have to be hardcore backpackers to be an outdoorsy person. People think you have to be extreme to get outside. I would say get outside in any way you can, whether it's a walk down the street, a picnic in the park, a two-day camping trip, or a month on the road. Just get outside and do it. Take advantage of the outdoors that we have. Take it from me. Everyone I talk to gets outside and their world changes. Get out and see what these beautiful places have in store for you. I look up to Sel and her honesty. She's honest with her body image journey, her vision for her business, and the way the world makes her move to tears. She makes me want to feel things fully and dance often. I hope her story reminds you to soak up this world and take advantage of every moment you have doing it. Thanks for listening to another week of Little Jeep Big World. We hope you had a great Christmas and we'll see you after the new year. Can you believe it? Happy 2018. Closer, meadows of our.